We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. AM 560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Johnny, 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 welcome back to Black and Right, baby. I love it when you're over there in the technical producing spot. I mean, you're such a great guy. I love Thanks so much for coming in today, brother. Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to Black and Right Radio with John Anthony where we challenge you to think beyond the limited scope of what the mainstream media shares on a daily basis. Today is the day we take back control by stopping the left's manipulation of the vocabulary of the day to maintain its political chokehold on the black community and shake the tree of the liberal left to see how many nuts fall out. (laughs) I'm your host, John Anthony, joined with my guest co-host today, a guy that I have gotten to, 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 to truly, truly love. He's down there where all my father folks um, reside. State Representative Darren Bailey, who's also running for State Senate of the 55th. Correct, Darren? That is correct. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Hey, welcome to Black and Right. Thank well, welcome you. back because you've been on the show yes. many a time. Not here. It's awesome to be here. <laughs> you know, you know. This, my, I'm, I'm going to introduce my next whole guest today um he's the guy who's responsible for john anthony being in politics <laughs> way back i think it was doing oberweiss's uh, congressional run um i believe much earlier this century <laughs> andrew nelms how are you doing buddy i am well wonderful to be here with you two fine gentlemen i i think it's going to be a great show guys um we got uh well andrew you're gonna the next segment you're gonna we're gonna tackle um, the problem, I believe, and Darren, you'll have a, actually uh, actually have a hand in it, the progressive tax, the fair tax, or whatever they want to call That's it. Right. You know? I mean, because they they come up with different names all the time. Um, we're going to be talking about the progressive tax. Jeannie Ives is going to join us. What the heck is going on with Congressman Sean Caston? I mean, from the mean tweets, I actually took part in the mean tweets um, production uh, ad that Jeannie put together. I took my my girls up there and we did it. It was so much fun, uh, Darren and, and uh, Andrew. So so much fun. So then at an hour two, Mark Kern's going to join us to discuss, check this out, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg replacement. Um, before, we get, before we move any further, I just want to send my condolences to the uh, Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg family. I mean, it's tough to lose someone, um, no matter how old they are, no matter what. I mean, I mean this lady... Was a lightning rod. I didn't agree with ninety nine percent of her positions. I didn't, but you still can't. You still you still have to acknowledge uh, her her place and standing in history. Am I right, Darren? Yep, you're correct. So uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Mark Kern to discuss that. As you know, Mark Kern, who's running for the U.S. Senate, 
is also a constitutional lawyer. I forgot about that. <laughs> and hopefully, hey, Ashley, I know you're listening. Hey, M, I know you're listening. Andorn, um, she's supposed to call into the show. Uh, as you guys know, Andorn uh, was married to Captain David Dorn, who was fatally shot in St. Louis. Um, and his grandson saw that tragic moment of his grandfather's last moments on this earth. Uh, she's going to join the show. As, she, as you know, she also spoke at the RNC convention. Um, so I think it's going to be a great show. And hopefully we'll get Blaine, Representative Will Howard, to call into the show too, Darren. Come on, make it happen, Darren. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get the, <laughs> we'll get the Southern Illinois voice uh, yeah. going here. So, Darren, how did you get involved in politics? What, what, what made uh, a, a guy who was you know, making money, making a good, decent living, get involved in especially Illinois politics? And that's exactly where my passion lies at. It lies here for Illinois. Uh, my wife and I have always been difference makers all through, uh, uh, you know, all, all through uh, our community, our lives, uh, in, our, in our local schools, in our churches, in our community. And actually, uh, you know, overall, I, I can say that politics disgusts me, and, and I hear that a lot and, um, from people. So uh, 2017, I'd kind of been asleep as I'm discovering that most of Illinois is. Uh, they're starting to wake up. And uh, I see this, uh, you know, this this thirty two percent tax increase coming on the horizon. And I, uh, I was, uh, I was a supporter of uh, my current state representative. And and when I called and, and and started to inquire, I was not at all satisfied about what I was hearing. I mean, yeah. we've got several employees on the farm, so I got frustrated about it. Started sharing those ideas on social media, and um, here we are. Wow! And here you are as state representative. Of the 109th, correct? 109, yes. Uh, I love that country. Yes, it's uh, awesome. I actually had an opportunity. Uh, as you know, I was down there, and, yes. and we were supposed to meet for, for dinner, but I was so far. Was that Old York is where I was when yes. you called? Yeah. Uh, as you know, my, my, my father and his um, family members still reside in, on that side yes. of, uh, is that west of Effingham? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, and, and I'm so great that you are the state representative in the 109th district you you you've really been a voice i think i think i think you've been such an inspiration to so many people i mean i know because i get the messages i remember with all the reopen illinois rallies uh people were just so inspired by your courage and i and and i'm going to be perfectly honest with you when i saw you stand as the only person in the general assembly to fight against the mask mandate that you had to wear it in you know when they were at the BOS center I was hoping somebody would get up and walk away, walk out with you. I really was. I said that would really, if every single, even no matter how you voted for it, if every single Republican would have gotten up and walked out with you that day, it would have been an amazing moment for the Republican Party. You know, I, what are your thoughts about that? Well, it was an opportunity to stand together, but you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes that's uh, that's the problem with organizations, and, and the Republican Party is certainly you know struggling with leadership and. Yeah. And it just takes one person to stand up and say, hey, let's let's regroup. I feel good about the days ahead. I think people are understanding it and getting it. And I think people are realizing that we can indeed uh, stand up and and how important it is to to, that's 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 what's got to take place to restore this state. That's true. And and Andrew, you've been in this fight a very long time. And I and I I and you've been in you've been in this fight to actually protect taxpayers. Uh, we'll get more into your role um, as as the senior advisor for American for Prosperity Action, but when you look across the spectrum of Illinois, 
I mean, from the moment we met in 2008 to today, what does your heart say? What do you say about the, the direction of Illinois? Well, look, I, I'm an optimist. I wasn't built for cold weather. I wouldn't, I wouldn't still be here if I didn't think uh, that uh, Illinois had, had brighter days ahead. And it's very interesting to hear Representative Bailey talk about how he got into politics, how he was just living his life, running the family farm until uh, something got uh, under his skin. And look, you know, I think it was Aristotle said, you know, you may not take an interest in politics, yeah. but politics is going to take an interest in you. So true. And uh, so, you know, I do unfortunately find myself spending time in Springfield yeah. on, a, on a regular basis. And it's awful lonely yeah. being a free marketeer in Ooh. Springfield and, and, and fighting and advocating on behalf of beleaguered Illinois taxpayers. And you were certainly a, a very good friend of Illinois taxpayers when you were in the legislature. Yes. And Representative Bailey uh, is an extremely good friend to Illinois taxpayers across this great state. So uh, Illinois has a lot of wonderful things going forward. Of course, industrious farmers like Representative Bailey feed the world. We've yes. got 36 Fortune 500 companies headquartered here, yet we're the laughing stock of the nation only because mm. of bad public policy. Wow. You guys hear that? Are you guys listening to that? And, and Andrew, when you look back, when you look back over just the greatness, because I, I, I still think Illinois has an opportunity. I still think yes. it has a chance. But it's going to take some leaders who don't care about winning the next election, who are willing to make some very, very tough decisions, especially when it comes to this taxing, the progressive tax, which we'll get into the, in the next segment. But when you think back, and when we had a, a minute and 40 seconds left, when you think about why this man right here, Darren Bailey, is sitting with us because of individuals voting for taxing, uh, uh, the um, tax increase, I, Darren, help me understand I mean, I mean uh, Andrew, help me understand why do why why did they think that was okay? He's not sitting here if that right. didn't happen. Right. Well, it, it's so often true that when things happen quickly or quietly in Springfield, taxpayers lose, and the legislature has proven time and again our chronically fiscally irresponsible legislature has proven time and again that they will always take the path of least resistance, which usually means sticking it to taxpayers. Yeah, and 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 Darren, I I I I, I said to myself. A lot of people always say that the Republican parties are the power are the party of no. I wish we was at this moment, though, right? Absolutely. How yeah. important was it to be the party of no when it came to rate? Not just when what made you run twenty eighteen gas tax and all that. You got thirty seconds. Give it to me. No, we've got to stand up. Instead, uh, this this position of servanthood has become a position of all about me and what I can do to stay in power. Uh, term limits are absolutely necessary, and voters have got to get educated and start holding our elected officials accountable. It's that simple. We've got to start. We can turn them Come on. back into the party of no. It has to happen. It must happen. And it's not just happening here in the state of Illinois. I have people from all 50 states. I think it's like 48 countries who tune in on my Facebook Live um, every week. I got it. Every week. Share, share, share this broadcast. Guys, you're listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio with Representative Darren Bailey and Andrew Nelms. More on the Progressive Tax. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Come up with a nickname for you two. Uh-oh. I haven't figured it out yet. Hey, if you're listening to the show, if you're on the Facebook feed, give me some nicknames to con- to call 
State Representative Darren Bailey, who's in as guest co-host, and Andrew Nams, who's the senior advisor for the Americans for Prosperity Action. I'm coming up with a nickname. Darren, this, this isn't going to work out well for us. <laughs> it's not going to work out well for me standing next to a tall, skinny guy. No, this is not good. You know, everybody that comes in gets a nickname. I, I, I create a nickname. It, just, it'll come. It'll come through the show. Sometimes it, it, we just have to, it has to you know, happen do organically. Yeah, it has to happen organically. So, Andrew, I had you in because I, I, I sent you a Facebook message, what, about three, four, three weeks ago maybe? And I said, I got to have somebody on from Americans for Prosperity Action to discuss what's going on in Springfield with the progressive tax, fair tax, whatever name you want to call it. Um, and I thought it would be a great pairing with somebody who's there who will actually be down there, you know, actually casting a vote on this uh, at some point, you know, unless he, um, he has some news to break today. No, I'm just kidding there. <laughs> but, but. Andrew, please break down what this progressive fair tax, because nothing's fair about it. Break it down for, for those who are, as, as Rush Limbaugh would say, Leo Rindo. Leo, what, what do you call it? Rio Lindo. Rio Grande. Rio Lindo. Break it down so, to where they can understand in, in, in the most elementary of terms. Right. As you say, there is absolutely nothing fair about giving Springfield politicians more tax power, which is precisely what this amendment would do, uh, because uh, at, at the core of it, uh, this whole entire conversation hinges on trust. Do you trust Springfield politicians with more tax power? And I would argue that we shouldn't. And as evidence of that argument, I would say, all right, let's look at how Springfield politicians have treated taxpayers in the past. I love yeah. this. I love this how you're talking about Springfield politicians in one city right here. You know, uh, <laughs> I love a present, it. Got a present Illinois farmer here. Present company excluded. No. Uh, but, you know, look at the way that taxpayers have been treated in the past. In 2011, when the so-called temporary income tax went into uh, effect, that vote occurred in the middle of the night on the last day of a lame duck session. Twenty percent of the votes for that tax hike came from lame duck lawmakers who were no longer accountable to the voters. Yeah. Fast forward to 2017 when we have the rug pulled out from under us and they, instead of allowing the temporary tax to continue to drop, they instead vote to permanently increase the income tax by 32%. And that vote occurred over the independence day weekend as yeah. your listeners were enjoying backyard barbecues and fireworks. And so despite two massive tax hikes in the last decade, they're coming back to us and saying, unlike 2011 and unlike 2017, with this tax hike, things will be different. <laughs> now, Darren, you're down there. So you see, you, you know how the sausage is made. I, I've been down there. I've seen, I've never voted for a budget when I, in my three terms, three, three budgets that I voted for, I never voted for one at all because I knew, I knew the games, the tricks, and the, parlor, the parliamentary tricks that were played. What do you say? When you hear um, someone like Andrew talking about Springfield and, and, and taxes, and I know for a fact, I, I don't think I've ever seen you vote for a tax, not even a, a, a fee increase. What do, you, what do you say when you hear him speak about this great state and Springfield? Well, yeah. I mean, number one, nobody in their right mind, no elected official should be able to vote for this in the first place because no one ever has time to read it. It's always an amended it's always an amended bill, 
it shows up. We, we waited to the wee hours even yeah. this year. It, it shows up, and, and you've got, by Illinois standards, of which the very first day of session I stood up and argued for, you've got one hour, one hour to view and understand and read and know about a it's, – it's a moot point right And they waive right all there. the rules, right? That's right. It's a moot point right there, but let alone the fact that uh, we're overspent. It's time to rein in government. It's time to get control of this, but instead – Everybody keeps asking for more and more and more, and we know we need more. But we can't afford more. There's no, there's no, there's no reasoning and voting for any form, any form of excess expenditures or any kind of a tax uh, tax increase. That is not fair uh, to the Illinois citizens. Well, and, and and to Representative Bailey's point, despite a constitutional requirement that the state budget be balanced, we've only had a balanced state budget once this century. And, you know, again, as I say, when things happen quickly Wait, or quietly, stop, taxpayers stop, lose. stop, Andrew. Say that again. We've had how many balanced budgets in the century for this state? We've had one balanced budget in the 21st century. Now, now, people that are listening to this show are taxpayers. What are they to think? What are they to say? Why? Andrew, what can be done for those who are listening what should be done come November 3rd? Because it's on the ballot, right? Is, yes. is, is, have they created it in, in a way where people can get confused of how it's asked? I think so. Uh, very helpfully uh, for voters, the, 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 uh, the way the question will appear on the ballot was written for us by the proponents of the amendment. Uh, and, uh, it, but it will, be at the top of the, it will be at the top of the ballot. And uh, I think that the, the, the most important thing for people to understand is that they should view this election as an opportunity. Because unlike all those other tax hikes, the 2011 tax hike, the 2017 tax hike, just last year when the gasoline tax was doubled to give us the third highest gas tax in the nation, we have a say on this tax hike. And people can vote no and send a message to Springfield that they do not trust politicians with more tax power. Right. Because of the simple fact is that this doesn't just affect it, it it may only affect the three percent now but what happens when you look at these policies that have continually introduced what happens when they can't find enough people who are making two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more what's the next step after that right well this entire argument this entire notion that if you make less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year you have absolutely nothing to worry about this is a promise that politicians are making <laughs> yeah. to you, the voter. And you, should, you as a voter should have very little confidence that that promise will be kept. Yeah. Because once people, once the politicians have this tax power, they're going to have to come after the middle class. You know, during the Depression, somebody once famously asked the bank robber, Willie Sutton, why he robs banks. Yeah. And he replied, because that's where the money's at. <laughs> In Illinois, 80% of tax filers earn less than $100,000 a year. There is twice as much income reported by taxpayers earning less than $250,000 a year than there is reported by taxpayers making more than $250,000 a year. So when they want more money, where are they going to have to go to get it? They're going to have to come to the middle class. Not only would this give Illinois the highest corporate income tax rate in the nation, it's, uh, as one columnist noted, particularly ungenerous to the poorest Illinoisans because we'd still have one of the highest lowest rates. The governor wishes to tax your very first dollar at a mere fifth of a percentage point less than you currently pay. And again, it comes back to an issue of trust. 
for heaven's sake, the, the Illinois Capitol building has been raided by the FBI. Lawmakers have resigned in yeah. disgrace and pled guilty to corruption charges in federal court. Yeah. And just the other day, a former state senator who had to resign from the Legislative Ethics Commission yeah. when he was charged with felony tax fraud yeah. pled guilty, which meant that a man who voted for a $3.5 billion tax hike was hiding his income from the government in order to avoid paying taxes. Oh, God. And, and the most sneaky part about all of this They'll never have to come back to the voters, Darren. They'll never have to come back to the voters to request this change ever again, correct? Yeah, yeah, that is exactly right. And, and not only that, but the rates that you suggested were rates that we were talking about in early 2019. And those were based on the 2018 budget. So there's, uh, yeah, as Andrew suggested, there's not going to be any savings here. So we don't spend any more than we have, period. Well, except except if, if it's... You're in Illinois. Yeah, Illinois government. And then we asked for a federal bailout, yes. <laughs> and and I, I really think I really think that the people, when you look at these reopens, Illinois, which you've played a, a huge part in. Andrew, Andrew, did you speak at any one of the reopen Illinois events? I know I've seen you speak at a lot of them, but I really think that the people have finally wised up to what's going down and what's going on in Springfield when it comes to their interests. They're waking up. Yeah, and I think I think I think this election, maybe not this election, but the next one, we're going to see a huge change. Coming up next, we talk to Jeannie Ives, sixth congressional district candidate. Uh, Jeannie is someone that ser- I serve with in Springfield, and I know is somebody that if she was in Springfield, she would have. Oh my gosh, she would have opened up a can. <laughs> I'm telling you, more with Jeannie Ives. After the break. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. There's so many problems in the world today and so many politicians are unwilling to say anything that might alienate their base. But what do you do when that base is racist and science denying and loony? Yeah, I said it, so sue me because a base that ain't nothing but a lazy excuse made by a man who knows that his views got frozen in time about 1962. But we know that the future belongs to the proud, to the loud, the unbowed, those endowed with the knowledge of true leaders and are finally the crowd. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony. That voice was not DJ Caston. That was that voice was U.S. Congressman from the Sixth District, a Congressman from the Sixth District, Sean Caston. I'm so happy to have my guest co-host today, uh, State Representative Darren Bailey. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor, Andrew. Thanks so much for joining us, man. It's it's it's, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. Well, these days it's so good to see anybody. Yeah. But especially you, John. But I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about our next guest. Uh, I served with her in the Illinois General Assembly. I think she is like, I mean, I so wish she had won governor because I know that she would have given J.B. Pritzker a run for his money and wouldn't have gave it, given up. Uh, I mean, <coughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> welcome, to the sh- welcome back to Black and Right, my friend uh, who's running for the U.S. 6th Congressional District, Jeannie Ives. 
Hey, John and Darren and Andrew, thanks for having me on today. I didn't know you were invi- you were running against someone who's running uh, a rap contest. Uh, he apparently is Mr. Slim Shady. I mean, uh, it, it's, 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 I mean, honestly, despite, you know, he says some really awful things in there about uh, his colleagues, his Republican colleagues, racist, deniers, loony. But just watching it, it's just cringeworthy. And, and he seems so awkward and, and uncongressional. And I, I don't know how people elected him. Yeah. And you know what, Jeannie, it's so funny because, you know, Democrats, they get away with they, they can get away with things like this. But I really hope that the six congressional voters don't allow this guy because th- it wasn't just this. It's been his tweets. I saw his response about Ruth Bader, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I saw your response. I mean, night and day. He told basically he came right out and said, um, uh, what's his name? Um, McConnell, don't effing dare. Are you kidding me? Jenny, right. you're running against a juvenile. Who's a congressman? Think about that. This guy, the people of the sixth congressional district, elected them, elected him to serve them. He's not serving. No, not one bit. Uh, you know, I mean, let's just. I mean, his policies are just horrific as as all get out. Right, additional taxes at the federal level, additional taxes at the state level, additional taxes for Social Security to solve that. I mean, everything is a big government program backed up by more taxes. But on top of that, it's he's got this anger issue yeah. and this character issue that I think it should be alarming to most people. I mean, how does he how does he mock Marco Rubio for Come tweeting on. out a Bible verse? Yes. How does he tell gun owners that having small genitals is not a sufficient reason Dan to own Crenshaw. a gun? Dan How does Crenshaw. he get away with it? Yeah, he calls Dan Crenshaw war veteran, yeah. combat hero, that, that he's a racist over a policy disagreement. This guy is nothing but a name caller. And then to say that, you know, when I get angry, I write rap. <laughs> no, you write angry statements about your colleagues. That's what you do. That's what you think of us as low life. When I get angry, I write raps. <laughs> That's what he does. Jeannie, what is it about, uh, I hope you're having a good day and it's nice to hear your voice. What is it about Illinois that desires uh, this, whether it's federally or in the state house? I think Illinoisans broadly don't understand who they've elected to office and the policy choices that they've made on other people's lives. I think they just don't understand. People are busy trying to, you know, now school their kids at home, trying to, to, to earn enough money to pay their taxes that are ever increasing. Uh, trying to just make it, and they just, you know, they, they're used to voting Democrat. This is not your John Kennedy Democrat Party anymore, and it hasn't been for decades. Wow. And they just haven't figured it out yet that uh, who you elect matters, and that these this guy, Sean Caston, will just destroy your livelihood. He'll take over the energy sector. He'll take over education. He'll take over health care, and he'll impose his will on you and your family and your business. And I just think that people have not made that connection. Because I, I, I can't believe that they would really think that this guy is worthy of their vote. I mean, he said bipartisanship is overrated. He said what the voter thinks does not matter. Who says that and gets away with it? You know who does? People like John Caston because the media is silent. It, and, and Jeannie, I mean, that, that's what's been like, really. I have not seen this on the news anywhere. I mean, not just nope. not just the mean tweets. I mean, only only Democrats, especially I'm sick and tired of these Democrats who are running for office, changing their vernacular to 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 to, play, to to go after certain people in their voting base and to call people that I know, you know, everybody in this room know racists, 
I'm sick and tired of this conversation about anybody that's on the opposite view of people like Sean Caston. They're racist. I'm sick of it, Jeannie Ives. And that's why I'm so well, glad you're you were running. called a half. Look, John Anthony, I yeah. remember it. Yeah, you were called I a half. You're a half. Yeah, Jeannie, hold, hold the hold the line. I want to come back. Uh, Andrew Nelms from Americans for Prosperity. Action. I got to make sure I say action, Andrew. Uh, he has some questions that he wants to ask you. And I'm sure. so happy that my friend, Jeannie Ives, is running for the 6th Congressional District. Uh, you're listening to Black and White on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. Um, representative, if I, did I see a move over there? Did I see you? Did I see you no, break down the move? I can't dance. No, you did not see anything. Theater of the oh, mind, yeah, John. Tell people. There. There you go. Tell right, people right. he did. I'm just getting comfortable. That's it. Hey, you listen to the Black and Right on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm so happy, my friends. Uh, State Representative Darren Bailey, who's also running for the um, Senate seat of the 55th District uh, this coming election, November 3rd. Go vote Darren Bailey. Uh, and my good friend, uh, I've known, what, now 12, 13 years? Okay. Andrew Nelms. John Anthony. Huh. So before the break, we were talking with U.S. Congressional Candidate uh, Jeannie Ives for the 6th Congressional District, I should say. I want to let Jeannie know that the headquarters are listening. Your, Jeannie Ives' headquarters is listening in. And they're sending me texts, and they're saying, what a great job that you're doing. And, de- hey, Sean Caston, debate Jeannie Ives. Well, Jeannie, uh, your, your voice is sorely missed in Springfield alongside that of Representative Bailey on behalf of, uh, of taxpayers across the state. But, uh, as you know, uh, despite Representative Bailey's objections and, and those of many of his colleagues, the, the legislature passed a, a wildly unbalanced budget that was predicated on billions of dollars in borrowing from the federal government. In fact, Illinois was the very first state yeah. to take advantage of this new borrowing program uh, from the Federal Reserve. Uh, in fact, the budget authorized $5 billion in, spend, in, in, in borrowing from the federal government with absolutely no idea uh, of how they're going to pay it back. So what's your, what's your take on all of this talk about, uh, about a federal bailout of, of, of state governments like Illinois? Well, you know, I stand completely opposed to that. But look, the left has completely unmasked themselves, pun intended, by the way. Uh, You know what? They've already voted to bail out bankrupt states and municipalities. They voted for nearly a trillion dollars in a bailout bill and at the end of May calling it COVID relief. It could be nothing other than than a bailout, though. Uh, And and so Sean Caston has already voted for that. They want to bail them out. And, And here's the shame of it. The state of Illinois passed the largest budget in its history, all with Democrats uh, this year, and a 6% increase from last year's budget. Our slimmer, sexier sister, Indiana, on the other hand, passed a budget understanding that COVID relief was going to diminish the revenues, or I'm sorry, COVID was going to diminish the revenues with a 15% cut. The only difference are the politicians making decisions on people's lives. You change out the politicians, you get different policies. But I guarantee you, when I get to Congress, you're not bailing out. Kentucky pensions, Connecticut, New Jersey pensions, Rhode Island, California, Illinois. We're not doing it. It's a moral hazard to do so. And Illinois is going to have to learn its lesson on its own. Well, and and as you know, and as many of the listeners know, our our state's problems 
are not the result of the pandemic. Our pension problem was was decades in the making because of poor decisions made by both political parties. But you mentioned Indiana, and it's so interesting because prior to the pandemic, I think it was last year, two years ago, the biggest debate in the Indiana legislature was what to do with the surplus. (laughs) We never have those conversations in the state of Illinois. We haven't had a balanced budget since, uh, uh, you know, for 20 years, since 2001. So... Um, yeah, I wish we were having those conversations, but the idea that that they would pass a budget thinking that the federal taxpayers are going to pony up $5 billion to help fill that hole is just preposterous. And not only are they the, the first state to ask to, to tap into that special fund of $500 billion to help out, it's a loan to people in the states that states and other entities that need hope, uh, help. They're the only state right. to do so, wow. so far. Wow. Hey, hey, Jeannie, how can people help? Because what are your needs right now? For, I mean, we know we need um, Sean Kasten to agree to a debate. But how can people, not just the 6th Congressional, but people that are surrounding the 6th Congressional, how can they come out and help Jeannie Eyes? you got a website. you got any fundraisers coming up? Any help? Sure. We, you know, you can go to our website, genieforcongress.com. You can follow me on Facebook, share our information. We do have some fundraisers coming up. They are on my Facebook page. You can find them there if you want to RSVP. That would be terrific. If you live in the 6th District, put out a sign. Talk to your neighbors. Put, get me involved in, in, into your network. That is all helpful. On debates, we did finally force Sean Caston to come to the debate table. However, it's in a sterile environment. It's over Zoom. Oh. So we'll be doing two debates, one on October 3rd. Uh, that, that is being sponsored by WBBM. Another one on October 9th is being sponsored by WGN. Uh, and we have a League of Women Voters Forum, which is a forum, not a debate, Correct. on Monday night. So, I mean, at least we forced him to come to the table. But listen, this guy is such a hypocrite. And when he ran against Roskam, he asked for five debates, one in each county. Mm. We asked for the same thing, not even knowing that he had sent out that press release two years prior. And he refused to debate it until he got, he got forced to doing it. Wow. Forced into doing it. And, and Jeannie, really quickly, so. you, got, you got about 15 mm-hmm. seconds. What has he done in Congress? Yeah, he's not passed a single bit of legislation. So. Wow. There you have it. Sixth congressional candidate, my friend, Jeannie Eyes. I am so praying. Uh, I got so many people praying that Jeannie Eyes goes to, to D.C. Because our, our, our nation needs a quality person like you, Jeannie Eyes. Thanks so much for calling in to Black and Right. Thank you for having me on. Hey, have a great welcome. afternoon, man. You, you too, Jeannie. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. We, we need her in D.C. Illinois taxpayers. Um, um, just the rest of the country needs a genie eyes. What do you say? We don't hear any more uh, hellfire and brimstone preachers anymore. Genie Ives is a <laughs> hellfire and brimstone legislator. Yeah. That's exactly what uh, D.C. needs. That's what, uh, that's what we need across this uh, country and this state. And, and, Truth. So, and somebody who's willing to make the tough decisions and could care less if she wins. Again. Right. Where is that again? Where are the statesmen of this, this, this country? Statesmen and civility, two things very much lacking nowadays bought and paid for wow hey you listening to black and right on am560 the answer hey follow me at j anthony speaks facebook and twitter facebook and twitter j anthony speaks share this link tell all your friends that we're on the show live we got another hour coming up don't go anywhere we we got one more segment we'll be right back this is black and right with john anthony on am560 the answer 
Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friend, State Representative, the Terminator. There it is. The Terminator, Darren Bailey. And my good friend, Andrew, Mr. Nelms, goes to Washington. I can't wait. Come on, Andrew. Springfield or, or Washington, oh, D.C.? I don't know about that. They need you. Oh, I don't know about that. Come on, you know it. Don't, don't, come on, man. Grow a little courage. Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll leave that to Darren for now. <laughs> so, so, Genie Eyes, man, I'm telling you. God, this, I mean, what, what, what would that have looked like between her and Pritzker? And, and, and I, I, could she have won? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, 2018 was a, a, a different year. Uh, but I, I, I so hope, I so hope she goes to, the, to, to D.C. But I want to end the segment on Illinois. What? When you look back at all the taxes, we started at 3% in 2011, correct? Am I right? Yes. Two, three, 3%. When you look at all of these taxes, all these different fees, which are taxes as well, in my opinion, how, why is it important for Illinois to send fighters like State Representative Dan Bailey to the Senate and maybe, I don't know, Statewide. Uh, um, why is it important, Andrew? Because otherwise, politicians left to their own devices are always going to take the path of least resistance. That's how we got to now. That's why there have been two massive increases in the state income tax in the last decade. That's why the gasoline tax was doubled. That's why Illinois has the worst credit rating of any state in the nation. That's why we've been dubbed the uh, worst state They're to be junk, a taxpayer. They're in junk bond status, correct? Just above it, just above <sighs> it. Precariously balanced on the edge of junk and based on the budget uh, that borrowed, uh, authorized borrowing up to $5 billion with absolutely no plan as to how they're going to pay it back, uh, which they need to do within three years. Uh, who knows? We may be the first state uh, to be uh Dip to, be, to drop down into junk bond status. But you know, it's as if Illinois is at the top of every list it ought to be at the bottom of, and we're at the bottom of every list we ought to be at top. And it, and it shouldn't be that way. And so that's why people need to take every opportunity they can to send a message. And, and, and Darren Bailey, that's one of the reasons why I love that you're, you're running in the Senate. But I, I really hope you have some aspirations for a greater role in the state of Illinois because I think your voice, I think your heart, I think your character is something that this state needs. Uh, my passion is certainly where the state yeah. is. Or, you know, here in Illinois, I had the opportunity to to, to seek out the you know a congressional position when uh, John Shimkus uh, uh, stepped down. But uh, this this is my passion. Our farm is here in Illinois. The fifteen families that uh, help on our farm live here in Illinois. Uh, my grandkids need a future here in Illinois. Uh, so so that's where it's at. And you know, I uh, when I ran. Uh, two years ago for the first time in 2018, primarying a, a 14-year incumbent who's a Republican good guy, uh, the message is very clear. Are you better off today than you mm. were in 2003 when he started? Mike Madigan, are you better off? Where have we went? Where has the state went in the past 50 years? We're, a, we're, a, we're a, an inch deep and a mile wide. Ooh. We continue to, to uh, start, create new programs, which we need. I'm not yeah. going to argue that. We yeah. cannot afford them. We can't even do right what we're supposed to, our, our, our basic fundamentals. We can't even do that right. It's time to hold government accountable and, and, and deal with it. So, you know, I, I know Alan's representative Skillicorn wanted to do an audit. Is that a good idea? Yes, it is. Is it a good idea, Andrew, to do an audit? I, I got 
Representative Bailey's. Is, is that a good idea? You got 15 Absolutely. seconds. Absolutely. I think it would be uh, uh, the results of that would be would be very enlightening. Yeah. Because yeah. because I mean when you look at it we I mean you you have all this all this money that's out there in Springfield and La La Land. Imagine uh, imagine finding out where this money's going. John, because of those two massive income tax hikes in the last decade, Illinois taxpayers have forfeited an additional $54 billion above and beyond what we would have paid otherwise under that 3% rate. Wow. Guys, the first hour is over. Don't go anywhere. Stay. Keep it locked right here. We'll be right back. To have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm live in studio with the next governor, uh, I mean, um, state representative, Darren Bailey. <laughs> I'm sorry, Darren. I'm so sorry. Guys, We like to, I like to have fun on this show. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'm sorry, Darren. But the next, go- I mean, um, state representative, Darren Bailey, the Terminator. Welcome, brother. Uh, it's an honor to be here, and I am passionate for Illinois. We that's, have to be today. That's true. I agree, and I, I'm so happy to have my friend. You know, I'm not going to even introduce you as your your role because you you know, Andrew, you've all you you you're, you're like a brother to me. You know, we we had a lot of great times in Springfield. Um, Andrew, Mister Nelms goes to Washington or Springfield doesn't matter. Oh, Mister Anthony, <laughs> Andrew Nelms, wonderful to be here, and it's wonderful to see you in your element and and, and thriving. Yeah. I, I appreciate. It. You know, I, I, I you, as you know, I love to talk. <laughs> I've always been a lot somebody, of that going on around here. <laughs> I've always been somebody who loved to talk, and you know, I, I was just telling you guys during the break, it's amazing that you know so many people said I'd never have a voice again, and I have a million plus people who who are tuning into the show, um, every week. I mean, throughout the months, and, you know, a million plus. I've reached a million plus people. Think about that. That's a million. That's not a hundred thousand. That's a million. People who are tuning into the show—it's got to be a little intimidating to to know. I mean, that that, that comes with a a heavy responsibility to know that that so many people are are, are listening and yes. tuning in, and that's got to be very humbling. It's you especially know, when people like Darren and I probably I mean, make them want to tune out. Now, especially when Darren, you know, somebody like a, a Darren Bailey comes into the studio, you know, calling him on the phone is one thing, but actually having his his imposing presence, the Terminator, in 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 studio, you know, it kind of scares me. No, but. When it comes to one of the things I've tried to do um, is, is really walk in the humility that I've never had to walk ever in my life again, I, ever before in my life, I should say. So I try to be, I, and I got some people, my wife, Deborah, let me tell you, my wife, Deborah, She's keeps me humble. Saint. <laughs> she is a saint. She keeps me humble. And I got friends like you, you guys, you know, who hold me accountable, who have held me accountable, but at the same time. That you're, you guys are very encouraging. Go- Governor Bailey, Teresa, um, Jay Jacobs, Rayborn, who's running for the second congressional. So I mean, everybody's saying it there, I and mean, that's like it's, it's like the worst kept. No, I'm just <laughs> don't do it yet. Hey, Jose's like, yes, keep doing it, keep doing it. Jose's like, keep, please keep doing it. But um, I, I I really appreciate you guys coming into studio. Um, I, I I don't when it comes to your friendships, 
Um, I don't belittle them. Um, I, I hold them in high honor and high esteem. I, I really, 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 really appreciate you guys as friends. You know, so thank you. Well, this is the Illinois story. You get kicked down yeah. and you get back up and you move on, and that's exactly what's going to happen to this state. We've had great presidents like Abraham Lincoln. We've seen our stories through uh, Ulysses S. Grant. We're going to see the same thing. You've, you've got up. You kept going. Yeah. And uh, that's the Illinois is going to do the same thing. So. Yeah, you I love pick it. yourself up, dust yourself off, and get back on the horse. So, like like Darren mentioned, we've got Ronald Reagan and yeah. uh, Carl Sandburg and Ulysses S. Grant yeah. and so many wonderful people from here. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, let's uh, give him his due, Bar- Barack President Obama. Barack Obama. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, no matter what, I mean, it takes a lot to make it to that high level of being president. You know, and and hopefully one day we'll be saying, you know, Governor Darren Bailey. I mean, um, state rep, say, I mean, U.S. I mean, uh, Illinois Senate. <laughs> John, you're not oh, usually gosh. this flummoxed. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm only doing. Am I doing a good job, Jose? Give me a thumbs up, Jose. If I'm doing a good job. <laughs> no, Jose, like, no, oh, not anymore. Gosh. And signals on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, people are viewing it. That's right. Hey, come on, Facebook Live, baby. Uh, let's go to the phone lines, Jim. From South Elgin. Hey, buddy, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How- We're good doing to well. See our, uh, good, our good friend Darren Bailey's in the studio with you. He does a great job. As a matter of fact, I'm going there next weekend for his uh, country uh, fundraiser awesome. in the country. I'm going to bring down. Yeah. I'm going to bring. I'm bringing P Ray with me, so we'll right. have a lot of fun. Oh, P Ray. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to bring her down. We're 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 a little. Awesome. We're good. We're kind of shaking up Illinois a little bit. So yes, we'll bring a little Chicago urban. Uh, Wisdom to uh, Southern Illinois. Bring it all. <laughs> Thank you. And that's right. But anyways, um, it was just announced that the governor of New Jersey was, was going to, they were going to raise the top marginal rate in New Jersey from like under nine to like over 10%. And so they're going to keep jacking around the taxes. And this is why we all have to understand if we give these Democrat politicians Springfield the ability to wantonly raise taxes, that's what we're going to do. And the old song Exodus, Movement of the Jeff People is going to continue out of Illinois. Wow. So You're absolutely, absolutely right. got to get of it. That's right. We these you know, we have seven thousand layers of government in Illinois. Why don't we trim the fat? Come on, and, and quit quit feeding a fat pig. Come on, before we start raising taxes, you know. What you mean the There's mosquito abatement? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, for example, why not? Especially in the more rural areas, why not have one school district per county? Because some of these counties have one, or some of these school districts just have one school in them. And yep. You got all the bureaucracy for that. Why not just? You know, make it one school district per county, and that's it, no matter how many schools are in there. Now, if it's a bigger county, like maybe Kane or DuPage or something, that might be different. But for all these other counties in Illinois, we don't need all these layers of school. I agree. That's just one example. John, I think th- I think you need, I think you need to have this guy on in studio. <laughs> but, you know, a uh, couple of great points there. Yes, New Jersey just uh, announced, the governor of New Jersey just announced that they were going to implement so much a, uh, Thank you. Uh, a tax hike. And, um, you know, we know that that's not the best thing to do. Uh, President Obama said you should not raise taxes in a recession. And uh, you know, that's what they're trying to do here, despite the fact that they've tried this before and it hasn't worked yet. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic with you. I, I think I can be optimistic. I think Illinois is, 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 is I think the turnaround is coming. I think, I think Rauner, <laughs> his turnaround agenda, I think it's coming um, in this next election, not maybe in 2022, I really do. I really think Illinois is going to turn around. I think, I think President Donald John, John Trump wins a second term, and we're going to see some some great things happen in our country. 
uh, especially when you look at, I think, some of the people that are running for office. I'm really hoping. I, I, I'm looking at um, Teresa J. Jacobs Brayborn, who's running for the um, second congressional um, against, um, what's her name, uh, Congressman, um, Congressman, I forget her last name. Good Lord, it just, it, it, it so leaves I'm not me. familiar with that one. But she's running in the second congressional district, and I mean, a great person. If you ever, she, she was with you, um, um, Darren, on uh, mm-hmm. Rebuild Illinois. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and you look at Senator Mark, I mean, Senator Ho, am I calling something? U.S. candidate, Senate candidate Mark Kern. Uh, we, we, dude, can you imagine the shock waves if Mark Kern, when Mark Kern upsets Dick Durbin? Can you imagine what, what will happen throughout, not just Illinois, but throughout the country? You know, at this point in time, I mean, you know, it, it, it's just so frustrating to watch our 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 leaders, our elected leaders. Robin Kelly, that's it. Robin Kelly, you got it. Uh, it's just so frustrating to watch our elected leaders, you know, pursue things that uh, are obviously not in the best interest of, of of we the people. Yeah. When did that? When did when did that start creeping in in Illinois? Especially, I'm I'm speaking to Illinois now. When did when did when did we allow that as as a voter? To allow that to happen is 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 it when Madigan took over in sixty nine or seventy, is, is is that when it happened when it slowly it was a slow drip. Yeah, you it's know, been yeah. happening for a while. We've had you know look at Roe versus Way. We back on up on on all the we we just the, the church has been asleep. We we lulled ourselves to sleep. We were lied to and we were told that uh, uh, you know. These people who are elected, they know what they're doing. We and and we the voters, we're responsible for it. We we've pat these. People on the back, we send them to Washington, we send them to Springfield, we tell them, go get them, and then we check out, we go back to our lives. People have got to get, you know, I, 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 the Democrats in the, my particular part of the area, uh, they, they come to me and they say, I'm going to vote for you, but I'm still a Democrat. I say, well, why are you still, oh, my great-granddad would roll over in his grave. Those people did an amazing job educating their children, and they had a good message in the day. John yeah. F. Kennedy, that was the good message, yeah. but it's gone. That's gone. It's time to re-educate everyone and get back on the on the wagon. How do we do that, though? How, how, how we're, is that done? I, we're doing it, um, and, and I'm seeing, I am seeing response from it all over the state. Yeah. Uh, people are waking up, but we nobody wants to talk about politics. It's a right. dirty word. It is. And, and we have to start talking about that in our church groups. We have to start talking about that at the dinner table. At the restaurant, at work, yeah. nobody wants to talk about it because we don't want to offend the person next to us. So we have but to. We have are these, losing everything. We have to have these uncomfortable conversations. Yes, we do. Yes, in order to save the union. Well, and it starts at the very local level. The caller talked about the fact that we have more units of government than any other state in the nation. And in my mind, it's not only are these the bodies that are levying our second highest in the nation property taxes, but it also dilutes transparency. Yeah. And so, you know, people have to begin to take notice of what's happening in their communities and in the state capitol building yeah. and in Washington. And for so many years, we as Illinoisans, as Darren said, we've shrugged our shoulders, made jokes about high taxes or corruption, and then we've just gone back to living our lives. But we have to really come back and realize that we have an opportunity. Look at that. I'm telling you, Andrew, Mr. Nails good. goes to He's Washington. Good. He's good. You're listening to Black and Right. We got Mark Curran up next. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right <laughs> on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Representative Darren the Terminator Bailey. 
who's also running for uh, State Senate 55th District as well, and um, governor one day, um, and my good friend, Andrew Nelms, Mr. Nelms goes to Washington. Or look, look, the man, the myth, the legend, John Anthony. Come on, man. In person. Did you hear what he what he was saying as we went to break? Did you hear the passion? It flows. I'm telling you, he's good. You know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the rumor. Hey, rumor. Andrew Nelms is running. <laughs> Andrew Nelms is running for something here in the state of Illinois. There's already there's, there's already two politicians in this booth. There's not room in this booth for three politicians. Uh, well, as you guys know, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away um, on yesterday. Um, I wanted to have uh, a constitutional attorney on the show, and it's, and, it's, and you know, as luck so happens. Um, U.S. Senate candidate Mark Kern is a constitutional attorney. Um, rep, st- Sheriff Mark Kern, welcome to Black and Right, buddy. Hey, thank you, John. Uh, I, Darren, uh, Andrew. So, Darren, you were down in the uh, state of Illinois building earlier? Yes. Were you down there? There at the Let Them Play rally, absolutely. A bunch of high school students from across Illinois were there, and, and it was a wonderful sight to see. Yeah, my brother was down there and sent me some pictures. Yeah, wished I could have seen him. Thank you. So, so, yeah. so, Sheriff. Hey, John Anthony, thank you, brother. Hey, no problem. Hey, Sheriff. So, I mean, as you know, uh, I was talking with Linda, and Linda and I were going back and forth about, you know, Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts? I, I have my thoughts. Once you tell yours, I'll tell mine. Yeah. What are your thoughts about Trump holding this back until, I mean, for the election, uh, until the election is over? or appointing someone and getting it done now. What are your thoughts as a constitutional lawyer? Yeah, you know, it's more political, I think, than it is any constitutional question. I mean, he could present uh, a name right away, and, uh, you know, the, the Senate could, could, McConnell could order the Senate back into, back into session. They could have hearings and then a vote. Um, they're not going to do that. I think there's, like... Uh, 12 Republican senators that have said that there's, there's no way they're going to vote before the election. Um, so that being said, I, you know, and there's nothing that prevents them, President Trump, from appointing somebody right after the election. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and Sheriff the Kern, term lasts until... Sheriff Kern, I mean, and, and, and that list is Senators Cruz, Corn, uh, Cornyn, Gartner, Erse, Grassley, Inhofe, Rubio, Scott, Purdue, yeah. Johnson, Toomey. Burr, yeah. Blunt, Hoven, and Portman. Yeah. That's a that's a long list. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, oh, the people that are not the, the gonna, people that are not that, that, vote. It right. Is. Yeah, exactly. And I mean Ted Cruz. I mean, um, you know, he, he's kind of a stalwart work conservative. You don't. I mean, if he's not with you, then uh, forget about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so so it's not going to happen. But I'd say you know, right after the election, I mean, it's still. Um, there's no reason that November 4, and even that this term doesn't expire till January 21. So, yeah. um, a lot of time to confirm somebody. So, how's it going on the campaign trail? What are you What are you seeing out going. there? Great. It was great to see Johnny Anthony down <laughs> field last week. Yes. Uh, Johnny Anthony's hosted events for me. He's an awesome guy. Darren Bailey is one of the most selfless people you'll ever meet. I mean, uh, it's hard to get some of these people to, you know, um, 
break up 10 minutes of their uh, Friday night or Thursday night for a fundraiser for you when when you're in their town. Yeah. Darren Bailey um, drove, drove four hours to state just to headline a fundraiser for me, and it was a great fundraiser in Quincy. So, um, Darren, you're an awesome person. Yeah. If you just if you, if you're just joining the show, we're talking to U.S. Senate candidate Mark Kern, former sheriff of Lake County, constitutional attorney. Uh, um, sheriff, I, I call him sheriff guy because I, I served as a, sheriff, a deputy sheriff, so I respect that title. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No. We, had, we, we had two candidate forums yesterday uh, with uh, Senator Durbin on Zoom, and, you know, I, I, I kid you not, John, I, I felt like I beat the hell out of the guy. I mean, it was just... It, it, yeah, there's so much to run on. There's so much to play with. There's so much to talk about. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Why, why would we uh, take anything seriously that he says about Social Security or Medicare? I mean, he voted for a couple dozen uh, debt ceiling increases. He's voted for thousands of tax increases. He's voted for everything, you know, every stimulus package, the bailouts of the banks. The reason why this country is in financial sh- uh, financially difficult uh, times is Senator Durbin. You look at, uh, you know, issues like the debt and the national debt. I mean, this guy has never seen that as an issue. The only time he's ever voted against a, uh, a debt increase was when the Republicans were in office, and that was only <laughs> a handful of times. So he's really, and he, he's a far left partisan. He's not a good guy. And um, people are sensing that. They're sick of 38 years in, in Congress. Wow. And he, it's kind of nice Willie Wilson in the race because Willie Wilson, you know, I don't think he's going to take a lot of votes from me. He's not pro-life. He's not, uh, he's, you know, he doesn't have a, uh, he's running under the Willie Wilson party. So, I mean, I don't see him doing real well down in Southern Illinois, right, Darren? Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. um, but he is, he's an, he is an engaging guy. He, is he really funny is. as heck. He is. And he is beating the living daylights out of Durban. You know what I mean? On, on these, uh, so we had a we had a, uh, a Zoom this morning. Uh, it was put on by the Democratic woman in uh, South Suburbs and uh, a couple black churches down there. And I get up there and I take like kind of a innocuous shot at Durban, and they scold me. <laughs> then then Willie Wilson gets up there, and he beats Durban up for his full two minutes, and you know, and he gets away with it. I just think just because he's such a charming guy that. Uh, you know, he, um, he gets away with some things that I may not get away with. And uh, also, he's paid his debt down there. I mean, that guy's brought so much Plus money. Plus, he's a Democrat. To, Let's just uh, say, call uh, it what it is. He's a Democrat. Come on. Yeah, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat, no doubt about they it. They get away with more and, things uh, than Republicans. Come on. Right, right. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, to his credit, though, he's he's brought in a lot to the, uh, you know, the south suburbs and, and the uh, even the south side of Chicago. So people recognize that. Like he says about Durbin, you know, you come around here every six years. You know, nobody knows. Nobody ever nobody ever sees you. You know, And he's right, you know. And then you look at Durbin's hometown of East St. Louis, and um, I just can't imagine that anybody from East St. Louis would ever vote for him because that's, that's an embarrassment to be, uh, you know, considered a city in America. It is. Yeah, your Willie's got an amazing heart. He's just he's a neat guy. He's got an awesome story and he's he's uh, worked for what he has, so it's awesome. But Mark, how um how's the base treating you? Uh you know, we we the Republican Party, uh, we have a platform that we look at and that we go by and it should pretty well spell things out pretty clearly. Are you uh Darren, what I would say is um base is uh as you know is not great, right? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Sorry about that. No, no problem. Go ahead. Go with it. Okay, but uh, yes, yeah, some of the base. The base is awesome. I shouldn't say that. The base is absolutely awesome. Uh, the base is treating me great. You know, Peggy Hubbard is trying to throw bombs at me, I and mean, she's she's not a good person. Uh, I don't think that that's having any real effect. Um, you know, I, I mean, we could use some stronger leadership in Illinois. And I, I think Darren and I both know that, that yeah. um, some of these people, I don't know, you know, they're in it for themselves. There's no question about it. Um, but uh, that, that doesn't matter. Right? I think I'm going to do really well in southern and central Illinois. And I think Donald Trump is going to do really well there. I think the numbers are going to be better than anybody anticipates. You know, just like there's, you know, they're afraid to put a Biden sign up in their yard up our way. Yeah. They're, I think they'd be terrified to put a Biden sign in their hey, yard. Hey, Sheriff Current, Sheriff Current. So how, how can yeah. people get involved? Yeah. You got a website? You got any way to direct people? So I'm electcurrent.com. You know, follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You know, anything you can contribute, it would be wonderful. Uh, we have a YouTube page. We're out there. We're working really hard. Um, you know, it's all grassroots. John, I absolutely believe we have an upset in the making. I, 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 I feel I it. That, so where can yep, people find that Zoom? Where can people find that Zoom debate? Do you have that up on your page? So I, we I, do. I we, we, we loaded them both up on, on uh, both the Daily Herald and, and the uh, Sun-Times up on uh, on Zoom. And I, don't be surprised if these newspapers endorse me. If anybody watches these debates, they'll see how lopsided they were. So I wow. mean, if they if they don't endorse me, it's you know, I mean, it's kind of a, a condemnation of, of what went on with endorsement. From your so lips, I, from, I, I've hey, always, hey, Sheriff, I've, from, from your lips to God is, we got to go. But um, um, right, thank you, candidate thank Mark Curran. Great talk with you guys. Be safe. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for calling us again, yeah, buddy. Yes. You got it. Take right. care. Bye. Bye. Dude, that'll send shockwaves throughout America if, if, this, if, if he takes down what Durbin, Dick Durbin is the number two or three guy. Right, he's the minority whip. Is, is that what he is? Imagine taking him down. Oh, my God. 38 years, that's hard to believe. Yeah. Like I mean, speakers, 50 years. The Republicans maintain the Senate if that happens. They don't, I mean, there's no 50 50 tie, which I saw a report. 50 50 tie. No, nah, they maintain the Senate. I, I, that's my belief. Hey, coming up in the next segment, I'm really excited about our next guest, Ann Dorn. I cannot wait to talk with her. If you guys heard her speech at the RNC convention, uh, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house after she, after she gave her speech. Uh, she's an amazing woman. Um, I'm just glad she's going to be calling into the show on Black and Right. Hey, you listening? Into Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, with the Terminator and Mr. Nelm Gold, Washington, North Springfield. Doesn't matter. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right. On AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friends, Representative Darren Bailey and Andrew Nelms. You guys having fun? Having a blast. Thank you. It's impossible not to have fun in in the company of of you two fine (laughs) men. We're almost done. You know, um, I'll never forget. I actually saw the live video feed of Captain David Dorn as he laid there uh, a couple of months ago, I think now, in the um, city of St. Louis. I believe it's the city of St. Louis. And I, as I sat there, as you know, I'm a former cop. And I was, in, I mean, I literally, my wife will tell you, I was so mad. 
I was so mad of these people walking over, just nobody caring about this gentleman who was just laying there and having his last moments on earth. And when I saw the Republican convention, I saw the wife who I'm telling you, the, the David Dorn's wife, Ann Dorn, is someone special as well. I didn't realize she attended Western Illinois University and Columbia University. Uh, she's involved in charities, including the Special Olympics and Butterfly Dreams, Inc., and is an advocate for the homeless and the disadvantaged. And Ann Dorn, welcome. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you. Now, Ms. Dorn, you're right now, you're at an event for Back the Blue, correct? I am. I'm in Chicago currently with Ashley Ramos, who, who organized the event. Yeah, I'm so and, and Ashley is a great person. Ashley and M. K. Hill. They they gave me a call. Emily gave me a call. Hey, I may have Miss um, Dorn to come on your show. I said I would love to have Miss Dorn to come on the show. Um, so t- talk to us about what's happening in Chicago with this Back to Blue. Um, where where do you know where in Chicago it's at? Ashley, where are we? <laughs> uh, we are just. <laughs> We are just finishing up. We're in Edison Park. The people here wanted to welcome Ann Dorn to Chicago, and, and it was uh, amazing and emotional. They were very heartfelt. It was a wonderful day, and we appreciate them very much, as well as the police officers who were here to make sure we stayed safe. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I mean, and, and you served with the St. Louis Police Department for 30-some years? I currently do, yeah. I've, I'm, I've been officer for 27 years with St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. That is amazing. I'm a sergeant. <laughs> That is amazing. God bless you, Ms. I have Kimberly Dorn. Kowalski with me as well. Hi, Kimberly. Kimberly. Former officer as well and widow. Well, hello, Kimberly. How are you, sir? Ms. Dorn, our, our, our prayers are with your family. Uh, thank you so much. We had an instance. It's, it's, who, in, who in the world would have ever have thought that the society would have degenerated so much as to what we are experiencing today? Just a complete disregard, disrespect. For the men and women that uh, serve and protect, and uh, just a few weeks ago in uh, Effingham County in 1976, March 18, the uh, uh, tr- state trooper uh, Layton Davis was uh, uh, pulled someone over, was murdered, and uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, the L- Illinois Parole Board, uh, under the direction of uh, J.B. Pritzker, uh, they paroled uh, one of the uh, one of the killers, one of the the man that that held Trooper Davis down while the other man uh, uh, shot him. He was. Uh, Without any cons- uh, consequences, just simply uh, let go early, and it's just a uh, shame on society, shame on government uh, for yeah. for for allowing this. And I am sure sorry for what you're going through, and I thank you so much for uh, for what you do and your your amazing sacrifice. Thank you very much. Well, and I would simply say I, I can't imagine it. it's unfathomable to me the tragedy and the. Uh, uh, the emotions that you and your family must be feeling, but I hope you find some comfort in knowing that the thoughts and prayers are of, of so many millions of people across this nation are, are with you, and uh, we hope that, that something positive comes from it, and hopefully it's a change in the hearts of people uh, in the way they view law enforcement. Oh, it, this is this has now become a mission for me. My husband's death will not be in vain, so, and um, everything happens for a reason. God has a plan. and um, Amen. Yeah. So and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it as far as I can. Um, I got to get the message out there. It has to stop. So, Ms. Dorn, have you set up like a, any foundations in, in in honor of your husband? Uh, can people? How can people get involved in what you're doing? Because I think it's a noble thing that you're doing. Um, right now, the only thing we have we started because it's such a grassroots and so so fresh and new is um, 
in St. Louis, we started a peace march. Um, we had our first one in August. We're going to have another one September 29th in St. Louis. Uh, and then we're, we've already got a third one planned for October 29th, which is my husband's birthday. Oh, wow. Um, but it's Peace March St. Louis on Facebook right now. Peace March St. Louis. Um, as we get more supporters, we'll, we might build into something bigger, but it's just a grassroots. I, I'm, That's I, how we met. I'm definitely going to get my friend Cashley Kelly to share that and blow that up beyond anything you probably have ever seen. Um, I, I know you guys got to go, but I really appreciate you, Ms. Dorn. Ms. Dorn, if you're ever back in the Chicago area, I want you in here in studio and we can talk <laughs> uh, about it. Um, my, our prayers are with you. I really appreciate you. And if there's anything that I could ever do as far as my platform to make sure that your husband, David, Captain David Dorn's memory um, never leaves this earth because uh, he was a good man. And, and, and all of us here at AM560 and Salem Communications, we sing you our thoughts and prayers. Thank you. God bless you guys. All right. hey, 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 Ashley, thank you so much. And Ashley, you got to get here in the studio as well, okay? Oh, yes, sir. Because we'll be we got work to do. We have a lot of work to do. And, I mean, you, you are doing a, a yeoman's job of, of putting the, together these Back to Blue rallies uh, to support the men and women. Uh, out there who are putting their lives on the line daily. So thank you guys for um, calling Black and Right. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. My hope is that having you relive it with me now will help shake this country from this nightmare we are witnessing in our cities and bring about positive, peaceful change. How do we get to this point where so many young people are callous and indifferent towards human life? This isn't a video game where you can commit mayhem and then just hit reset and bring all the characters back to life. David is never, never coming back to me. He was murdered by people who didn't know and just didn't care. He would have done anything to help them. Violence and destruction are not legitimate forms of protest. They do not safeguard black lives. They only destroy them. President Trump understands this, has offered federal help to restore order in our communities. In a time when police departments are short on resources and manpower, We need that help. We should accept that help. We must heal before we can affect change. But we cannot heal amid devastation and chaos. President Trump knows we need more Davids in our communities, not fewer. We need to come together in peace and remember that every life is precious. That voice you just heard is Ann Dorn, wife of Captain David Dorn. A uh, snippet of her speech from the RNC convention no, now two, three weeks ago. Um, I literally, I was driving when I heard that speech. I had to pull over. Um, I, and I think one of the reasons why I had to pull over, I'm so grateful that she came on the show. Um, I had to pull over because as someone who's worn that, you know, who's worn two uniforms, City of Champaign and Kendall, as a Kendall County Sheriff's deputy, uh, I felt that. Um, I felt that pain of knowing what it's like to face death as an officer. Um, 
knowing what it's like to walk out that house, walk out your house, not knowing if you're going to return to your family. Um, that was in the back of my mind with every interaction I ever had with the public, especially on every traffic stop and every domestic, because that's where normally the most interactions of, of, of police involved shootings or police and, and accidents, car accidents, where police have the, the potential to not come back home to their wife. And I would always say to my wife, or to, even, even to some of the people I work with, we always said we got each other's back and we got to make sure that we both go 1042 and not 1042 permanently, but 1042 for that shift. Um, and Dawn is, 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 in my opinion, she's, she's somebody who I believe can really make a difference. Uh, she can be a voice crying really loud in this wilderness of police, anti-policisms and all of this, defund the police. I really believe she has the potential to become a voice for this generation. What are your thoughts? Well, how incredible to hear her uh, message of how she has found, uh, she's found the motivation and, and, and found the, uh, the, the drive to, to make sure that uh, this doesn't happen again. What, a, what an incredibly powerful woman. Yeah, I agree. We look at government today and we ask ourselves, you know, how, how, why is this happening? How is this happening? A, a complete disrespect for life, a complete disrespect for, for a law, yet we see our government leaders, uh, many localities, mayors and governors, uh, stepping back and, and, and not, uh, not, uh, not protecting. They're allowing this. Yeah. It's, it's absolute yeah nonsense yeah. Yeah. and uh, and it's because of failure of leadership that this is what else what else are government officials for yeah. what 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 are, what are we here for speaking of speaking of failure of leadership Dan you you were the first person to challenge the governor of the state of Illinois you got any updates about any of that yeah i do unfortunately the uh, so so make sure everybody understands one thing uh, the governor's uh, edicts his his rules his executive orders uh, past the 30 days, and we even have a challenge count. One of the suit even challenged that, and we haven't addressed that. But uh, he was found to be operating unconstitutional. Yep. They're, they're, they're void and null. The only problem is he continues to stand on his bully pulpit and issue these. So he's got school boards scared to death. He's got municipalities scared to death. He's got county government scared to death, hospitals scared to death. Everyone is scared. I just got through attending a, a, a Let Us Play rally, and then high school students were downtown in Chicago. At, just at the Thompson at Center? At the Thompson Center. It was amazing. So uh, the, 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 uh, my case has been thrown in by the Illinois Supreme Court with 44 other cases to be heard in the middle of October. Um, we have requested a change of venue and a change of a judge uh, because of an earlier uh, an earlier judgment. That uh, change has been denied. So we are looking at uh, taking action, legal action, against the Illinois Supreme Court. We will now be probably petitioning the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene. If you remember, Governor Pritzker tried to do the exact tried to do this, uh, you know, on his watch, but uh, we yeah. were able to prove that this was a state issue. Well, now since the Illinois Supreme Court has uh, unjustly allowed us to uh, uh, to move in a constitutional matter. Now we believe it belongs in the federal courts. Wow. We're, we're going to be petitioning for that. So it's not, it's not it's a long way from being over. Wow. And you know what? Um, you, and as you know, I had Attorney Thomas DeVore in the studio last week. Um, you guys are, I'm telling you, when I, when, I, when I looked in those private groups, you know, the reopens Illinois, and I see, every time I see your name or Thomas' name, I say to myself, those are two giants in the fight 
for to, for the for the for the lifeline of the state of Illinois. And I'm just I'm just so happy and proud to know you and to be friends with you and Tom DeVore. And you know, when we come back from the break, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I want your final thoughts about where we go from here and as from the state as from the state of Illinois' perspective, how, how, how we get people involved. And, Andrew, I'll give you your final words as well. Um, as you guys, I'm, I'm a little somber because that Ann Dorn thing, I always, yeah, right. it, 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 it's, I'm, I'm feeling that. So That goes in the um, it, it really um, touches me. Hey, you're listening to Black and White on AM560 Answer. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm feeling much better now. (laughs) I'm so happy I got my friends in studio. Uh, State Representative Darren Bailey, who's also running for the state Senate seat in the 55th District. Um, Thanks so much for joining me, brother. It's an absolute pleasure and an honor. I'll come here anytime. (laughs) The Terminator. And I want to thank my good friend who I've known for such a long time, who actually got me involved in Kendall County politics. Andrew, Mr. Nelms goes to Washington or Springfield. Doesn't matter. It's a real treat to be with, uh, with you and Darren and your <laughs> listeners. So, so, Andrew, give your final thought. What are your final thoughts about the progressive tax and where do we go from here? Right. Vote no. Uh, ballots are going to start flying through the mail on Thursday. And so between then and November 3rd, be sure to cast a vote against the income tax hike amendment because there's nothing fair about giving Springfield politicians more tax power. Remember, this will give them the ability to at any time add brackets, increase rates, reduce the thresholds at which higher rates apply, all with a simple majority vote. And uh, keep in mind that uh, while Illinois does not currently tax retirement income, this makes it easier. Every single state with a progressive income tax taxes, retirement income, and there is absolutely no guarantee that these initial introductory rates will remain in effect for any amount of time. And, uh, of course, we can look to current events and uh, realize that uh, now is a awfully lousy time for Illinois politicians Oof. to be asking voters to trust them. You know, it reminds me of the, the Teddy Roosevelt quote that when they call the roll in the Senate, the senators do not know whether to answer present or not guilty. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Thank you. It's a bad deal for middle-class families. It is. Thank you so much, Andrew. Representative? Well, so, so yes, very important. You vote no uh, on this tax amendment. And for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness living in Illinois, we stand up and we say no. So people ask all the time, uh, I thought you won your case. Why, Why didn't things change? Well, as I stated earlier, the governor is taking a wise use of his bully pulpit uh, he's got society scared. If you are a restaurant owner, uh, you're you're free to operate how you need to operate. If you're a school board member, you're free to make a decision for your school board to do. Have courage. Stand up. Do what you need to do. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, the, the, the governor's facts, the governor's data, it's not lining up. It continues to change. We Yes, we see spikes in cases, but... Uh, uh, only because we're testing much more. We see absolutely no change in deaths. We see no change in hospitalizations. So, uh, you know, it's very concerning to see the, the complete uh, destruction and dismantling of uh, of this uh, of our economy. 
And uh, it's time we don't we don't have to put up with this. Let's not forget. So if all these tickets, you know, the, the Illinois State Police, those poor people are held hostage. The yeah. governor has ordered them to go to the Metro East. And uh, and, and anyway, we, we got to take this back. So yeah. you got any news you want to uh, give us? Well, let's do it. No. Not today. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing step by step. I'm going to be the best senator in the world that I can be. And we'll see what uh, God allows after that. Guys, I tried to get it out of but OK. Hey, you know what, guys? I, I I really appreciate you guys joining the show today. I I, I thought it was a, a really good, productive, informative, and fun show. We I think we had a lot of fun here today. Um, I I I really love this. Hey, to, to those who are listening, hey, share this broadcast. I am a probably a little less than a thousand people away from ten thousand followers. Oh boy! Go and like and follow the page. We should Invite. be able to hit that today. We should get that today. Let's get that today. Hey, Cash, let's get that today, baby. Uh, thank you again to my guest co-host, State Representative Darren Bailey, Andrew Nelms, all of my guests today, Jeannie Ives, um, Andrew. Thank you, um, U.S. Senate candidate Mark Kern and Dorn. Uh, thanks so much, and all, all and all of the listeners out there who have the courage to think critically about today's pressing issues. Join me again. Next week, right here, 1 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. To my brothers and sisters out there who have walked away from the live or left, especially if you're black, you're not wrong. Keep the faith and know that it's more than okay to be black and right. See you next week.